Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things each week to make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Patty, I feel like every week you do this, you sound less alive. (laughs) More defeated, furious. I don't know what combination of emotions. The life force is draining out of you just during the intro. There's something about the the artificiality of it that's just like, you know, like, like, and here is the music, and now we talk, and there's no (laughs) one here, and it's just me saying it to myself. You know, it's a little, yeah, yeah. it's it's hard for me to uh you know like I, I would not have been a good improv person uh you know I assume that's not coming back so that's kind of just something that I yeah no I, I that's that's you're right it's it's uh it's challenging for me sometimes so anyway we're here yeah I wonder if that's if if the closing of UCB has led to like do you think the magnet and the pit are like this is our time or do they realize that probably just everybody's going to stop doing improv I think I think it'll come back I think it's just a question of you know. Uh, uh, when I, I don't know. Um, I'm imagining you can't stop a, people from wanting to do that. I don't know what makes them want to do it, but yeah, uh, I'm imagining a virtual improv show and just crawling into myself. Just a Zoom improv show. Ooh. Just people Ooh, being like, boy. "No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead." Oh yeah, that's good. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> it's like the what is it like? Wait, yes, and like it's they're trying like to all... like, they're trying to tap in over the chat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you, you know that? Uh, like, I we've all seen an improv show. You know the thing where like they someone just like runs across the stage to end the a edit. bad scene. Yeah, yeah. Like how how do you do that in Zoom? You just mute everyone. I, th- I think someone <laughs> probably runs mics? across their camera or, or wipes it with their hand, and I'm getting like a shockwave down my vertebrae of like <laughs> horrible, yeah. horrible. I I'm sure people are trying it. They're at least probably trying rehearsals that way. Rehearsals rehearsals is bad They practice No that's the one thing about improv that I Accept is It's fine to do In private Don't make people watch it Rehearse all you want Like that's great Just don't have a recital It's not It's not a uh, yeah, I, look, you know, it's a good uh, skill to have. It's I not could, something I, right. that should be done on its own unless you're like one of five people who's That's like amazing at it. Yeah, that and, is the. Oh, sorry. Any well, any razzing that I do is prefaced. It should be made clear that I am 100 percent could not do it and would, would be a complete wimp and give up immediately the second there wasn't a huge reaction on something. <laughs> Terrible teammate, etc. It's yeah. an incredible skill. It's a. It's an amazing skill that I do not possess. I also don't want to watch people exhibit that skill. I don't like watching people struggle. Time. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. It's, it's weird though cuz like we all say that but like I kind of like watching people do bad at stand up. Yeah, I, I like I watching mean, people struggle in that way. It's a different kind, I think. There's other skills that you could like. Like I'd I'd be happier to see like a really good like steel drummer in like Union Square Park than like most improv. <laughs> like I'd be like, Whoa, imagine cool. people doing improv in Union Square Park, like trying to get people to watch them do improv. Well, that would be part steps. of that would be part of everywhere. Is that That's still going true. on? Are they still doing that? Are they doing Union that Square is, 
Is improv it's, everywhere zoom bombing people? Like instead of instead of yeah. sending like rotten.com pictures, there there's screen sharing and putting on improv or something? Yeah, they're just I just I send it. rotten.com pictures <laughs> and then say that it's because of an improv everywhere. There's yeah. a, there's just improv clips on rotten.com. <laughs> like <laughs> like oh, imagine this. I think uh, you, you find out that your UCB graduation yeah. show is on Rotten.com. <laughs> <laughs> the UCB graduation shows are fucking dark, dude. I like. I would go to. I would go to when I would when I did the classes. You know, you do the graduation shows, and I was just doing it to get through the, to get through the levels to try to do you know like whatever mod or something, and uh, obviously like, I'd already been doing stand up, so I had that thing where like I had no like friends that wanted to come to shows anymore. I'd already the, I was deep right. enough. But yeah, like those graduation shows, people would like their parents would drive down from like Connecticut and shit, and then you'd be sitting in the hot chicks room, the bar that used to be attached to the UCB East, and like it would be like someone's dad being like, "Oh, that was really funny. We we're really hopeful for what what little Jamathan's gonna be doing." And like it's like, oh man, I just had to like stop myself from being like, just this leads to nothing. Like, what do you <laughs> think this is gonna go to? Like, I don't. I th- I think I've talked about this on the show before, but um, all of this reminds me of this video. It was sort of like a, it was never hosted anywhere, but I feel like it would have been on Rotten.com because it was like a tape trading thing among comedians, this this video. It was this sketch group, and they were in a comedy festival, and they the tape was made by the other sketch group who shared their time slot. So it was like two sketch groups. They each got like 30 minutes or whatever, 20 minutes to do their sketches. And they were like co-headlining this. Yeah. And the other sketch group was so mad because this sketch group went over their time by so much that they cut together just the scene transitions from this sketch show. And just the scene transitions themselves are like, 20 minutes long and it's just everyone in the group like dancing to various songs for way too long and like trying to get people to like clap along with them and you like see the sort of like you like you realize watching this like okay those two people fucked each other okay that one like definitely wants to fuck that one like this whole like subplot emerges from this horrible self-indulgent scene transition you get, like, drama. The, whole, the whole like Fleetwood Mac like yes. taxonomy. It's amazing. This. And it's also really funny because you see the first and last line of every sketch because they like show that and then go into the scene transition and it's just like this is a parody of a bad sketch show. It's, it's like, like well here we are at the DMV. Uh. <laughs> yeah and every like non I mean I will say like if you go there's like a couple that are pretty good. Like I think if you went and saw like you know, like the the premiere, like back when it was like the stepfathers or whatever, it was probably pretty good. But like, especially the like, I guess amateur improv or whatever, versus a sketch thing, it's like you were saying, like it's it becomes so clear you cannot like remove the personal dynamics of the group from the performance. Yeah. So you you like you said, you notice you're like that person has a crush on that person, but like I've always gotten anxiety watching it because there's always one person that is just like. Michael Scotting it and just like put it there like in every scene and I you just notice that from the audience you're like ooh like you know you're like side part really likes the spotlight like you just like can't and then it's all I can focus on (laughs) it's totally true I mean yeah like like we said like people who are amazing at improv you don't think about this stuff but like your average improv group I feel like it is much more compelling to 
try to sense where the tension is among this group of people yeah. than it is to like watch their actual comedy. Remember, remember when it was a, a, a trend that they were like, we're going to improvise movies now. And they were like heavily improvised movies. And then every time I ever saw part of one, I was like, yeah, this seems like a poorly edited kind of movie. Like, it's just like not very, you know, there's a lot of fluff. Maybe that's because you're making up. How do you get the money to improvise a feature film? Like, what movies are you talking about? Are you talking about, like, the Judd Apatow ones where there's a lot of improv? Or No, there were ones that weren't even, like, weren't even just, like, take a d- bunch of tries at lines. There were a couple that were, like, from UCB what? people that were... Uh, one had Matt Jones, Badger from Breaking Bad in it. There were, like... I could think of, like, two they or three. They did very poorly, so they didn't do well. What were it, they called? I don't remember the name of the the the. I've never even heard of them. So the they weren't like they Matt weren't like Jones improvising one. an existing movie. They they like this is like something that like they weren't like trying to remake something. They were literally just like, yeah, like, like let's there just wasn't make a movie happen. It was like an improvised movie. Yeah, there wasn't a script. They'd have like outlines of the scenes, and then they'd mm. improvise the dialogue. I mean, there's like some stuff like that that's good, but it doesn't advertise itself as being improvised. Yeah, like, like Curb. I think Curb is a lot like that, but yeah, it's Curb also is like not. that. There's a couple like British comedies that are really good that are like mainly improvised, but it's not the sa- It's not like people doing a Herald. Yeah, I, I think it, I don't know if they're different, but it was like they, there wasn't even like a base script. It was just like this is the general direction we're going, and then I don't know. There weren't many of them. Unsurprisingly, they did not do well. Well, hey, uh, speaking of improvising, um, we're going to be doing a lot of improvising. <laughs> uh, Just like this. This Friday uh, at 8 p.m. over at the uh, uh, the Twitch channel that we have, uh, twitch.tv slash whatatimepod. Um, and uh, it's our reverse telethon, which is finally happening. Um, we're doing it. We're doing it's it. It's happened. We've hit one one K, 1,000 fo- uh, patrons on Patreon. And don't forget, if you want an extra episode of this every week, or if you haven't had it before, there's a backlog of like over a hundred, on, over a hundred episodes. Um, you can uh, subscribe to Patreon and get those episodes every week. And this week we got a fun one with uh, Nick Weiger. Correct. Yeah. Patreon.com/slash What a Time Pod. We're What a Time Pod on everything except our email. Except Do our not email. Email us <laughs> at What a Time Pod. That's What a Time Pod cast. Everything yeah. else. What a time pod! Genuinely yeah. can't remember why. I th- I think maybe what a time pod was already gone. I, that has to be the reason. I can't I can't imagine why it would. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. <laughs> I gotta check that because if it was gone, it's a hundred percent that I sat on the email at some point. Like, <laughs> you have and it. Yeah. it's uh, like un- unactivated somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who else would own that. Well, like I yeah. mean, like I think. There, there were certain things that were weirdly gone. I, I, I can't remember what though. That doesn't matter. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, w- uh, Twitch.tv slash What a Time Pod, eight p.m. Eastern, um, and uh, yeah, it, it'll be fun. We're, we're gonna uh, do some stuff. We're gonna do some improvised scenes. Yeah, and, we're gonna do a herald. Uh, we're not gonna do a herald. <laughs> we will not do a herald. I promise. I think it's funny we're always. I feel like we're like pretty conscious of like not offending people on the show like we sometimes worry about like oh i don't know if we want to do this story because we're ignorant on it or whatever uh but we're just right out the gate like completely trashing an entire form of comedy that many of our close friends perform 
Yeah, it would be so I, funny I, for me to be like form of comedy. Uh, yeah, right. no. Good improv well, is good. As you'll note, that's why I repeatedly said. Uh, by the way, I'm bad at this and can't do it. Uh, I was yeah. very much aware of what was going on. I was like, "How did I start this?" Now we're going down this whole improv thing. Usually, we save that for the bonus. That's yeah. if you want to hear some real comedy shit talk. Get those. Get that Patreon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to me, it's it's just like. It's the same as stand up though. It's like there's there's good I've seen good improv that yeah, I enjoyed, no. but bad improv is everyone we like is good at it and everyone exactly. we don't like is bad at it. And exactly. that's how it goes. And that's it. Uh-huh. That's 100%. always shifting depending solely on that. And uh <laughs> also if they like us versus if they don't like us. It's all yes. it's very complicated. Yeah. Um, so look, I did it. All right. You want to look up my college improv troupe? You can. Still oh, what's exists. it called? Oh, hell what's yeah. it called? I still have management. <laughs> Uh, powers over its Facebook page. I don't know why. I get messages about auditioning. I, I, I don't know how to stop it. I do know how to stop it. I'm too lazy. Tell me the name. They're called Co- like Frank Comco. and Beans. Comedy yeah. Company. Easy. We were pretty Ugh. good about that. That's, that's like fucking fine. No, that's, <laughs> that, that's bad for not even like trying. You had you had ugh like loaded in the fucking chamber and you let it fly regardless <laughs> no. of it being the most normal. It's, that's such a nothing name. Like you have to. It's a it's an. What are you supposed group. to call it? Birds a of a fun. fucking feather. Like yes. it's comedy company. What do you want, <laughs> Patty? What was your suggestion? Frank and beans. Frank and beans. I don't know. <laughs> Dick and balls, yeah, and then it's called Frank and Beans, and all the posters look like a dick and balls. <laughs> it's actually I called Be- it's called Beans over the Frank. It's a reference to something about Mary. Uh, oh yeah, you this it. is like the most liberal arts college story from my liberal arts college. Um, our improv group was called Riddle and Test Squad until people got very offended at the ableist uh, connotations of making a joke about Ritalin, and they had mm. to change it. It was very controversial when I was there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so you guys both did. See, so I'm the only one who really has feet of clay on this because I. I but, but I also have acknowledged that I would be terrible at it. So I think I'm. I think I'm in the clear. Um, I would love to have seen. Is, are there law school improv groups? Like uh, the there Georgetown probably are. Law it sounds players? terrible. And <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for again incorrectly saying that I went to Georgetown Law, which I did oh, not. There's a huge so. upgrade. Um, <laughs> yes, upgrade. but uh, send me your send me your. I don't even know what it's called. Bar well, like there, there was like a com- there was a comedy scene at Georgetown because like Mulaney and Nick Kroll and, and yeah. those guys came out of it. But like, it's weird because it was all mixed together. Like stand up and improv and sketch were all kind of in the same like the like the because like that's how it, Mulaney and Kroll met was in improv, I believe. Um, yeah, and that's right. And yeah. like getting into that, like that's the thing. That's why I didn't get into it in college because like if that's not that I even looked into it really, but like if that was the barrier, like going to audition at an improv thing, it's like, I'm not fucking doing this. I'm going to go get drunk. What are you nuts? Yeah. Like, come on. I, uh, that's like, not my personality. It never will be like, you know, so if I yeah. knew I could do stand up or whatever, you know, I mean, uh, then that would have been different, but the, go to like a DC club and start going to mics. No, again, I'm going to get drunk on campus. That's yeah, what's going to happen. Like they, they can also get to know that in DC. Cause yeah, DC has like an actual, I mean, back then it was a weird scene, but it didn't have one. Yeah. And there, in the, at the turn of the century, it was not, uh, like the, the, the Sean Joyce scene was, was not there for sure. Yeah, um, way back. I when. was dying I, to do stand up in college, but I was in rural Iowa, so I couldn't, I started in college and I also did it in DC a couple times when I was home. At a weird Tim? tavern on M Street. Fr- friend of the show, Tim Unkenoltz, used to do uh, stand-up in Iowa back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think he was in the Quad Cities. He was a, he would go to the comedy club that I always wanted to go see people at, but it was an hour away and I didn't have a car. Penguins. Is, I was always like, oh, if I could just get to Penguins. <laughs> with a Z? I don't think with a Z. Oh. 
<laughs> is that where the Quad City DJs are from, Iowa? <laughs> I, do, I don't think so. I've, yeah, I've they, wondered this before. The official city song is uh, Come On, Ride the Train. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of trains in Iowa. So. Or, spa- or Space Jam, I guess, right? Because Space Jam is them too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on and jam. But that's so much funnier if they're <laughs> from Iowa. Come on and slam. And welcome to the jam. <laughs> they're going to the that's one basketball Iowa. court in Iowa. <laughs> I know right. Iowa people are going to get mad at me too. Like, we, yep. should, we should do numbers because we've been oh, talking yeah. for a yeah. while. Oh, God. The Iowans are after us now. We got, we, <laughs> the, Iowa, the Iowans and the improvisers are yeah. joining forces. People, the people will start with the, the letter I are pissed off at us. Yeah, We've offended Iowa the letter I. Called Children of the Corn. Is there a corn <laughs> Iowa? I think so. There's corn in Iowa. Number five. Number five this week is uh, comes from us from China. Uh, much like no, <laughs> the worst joke Eli, of no. all time. It comes to us from China, much like the virus. Okay. No, Eli. <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I'm having fun by myself. Um, Get him out. Bye bye. This, this story comes bye to us bye. It's from uh, <laughs> my. Uh, <laughs> I miss our soundboard. You just yeah. gotta do what you can bye to bye. recreate it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like what uh, kid says when he puts his uh, bear away at night. Bye bye. Um, anyways, from China. This comes to us from uh, Weibo, which is like uh, China's like weird Twitter that they're allowed to use. Um, uh, that a guy broke up with a woman, and in uh, to strike back, uh, she sent him one ton, one thousand or yeah, one thousand kilograms. So a metric ton, is that? That's what it about is? right. A yeah. metric ton. I don't. I think I just learned what a metric ton is. Uh, one thousand kilograms of onions to him, uh, with the note on them that said, "I cried for three days. Now it's your turn." And uh, he was not at home to accept the delivery, so they left it outside his door. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like a ball pit. <laughs> it's so many onions. That's, I mean, that's what you do if you get that many onions, is you make an, the smelliest ball pit in the world. Oh, yeah. Your whole like room smells like a pizza. It's just like... your whole. This is what White Castle smells like, is 1,000 kilograms of onions. <laughs> yeah, it's his like, yard smells like a White Castle. I hope they dropped it directly in front of his door, so he cannot enter his house it they are really is yeah yeah there's like three bags well there's show me this pic is it in the discord uh no i'll i'll get it in the zoom or something or or. i have the discord up now show me these Uh, there there are the onions so yeah there's three bags oh my god there's three to four bags leaned directly up against the door and then there's (laughs) like four more visible each of these is like a massive each bag is like what they unpack at the grocery store, not something anyone would buy outside of a restaurant yeah. or in bulk. And there's uh, probably more that aren't pictured here, but this is like imagine like a dozen full giant trash bags full of onions yeah. directly in front of your door. And I'm trying to look for the hinges on the door because I like if this door doesn't open in, I think he would <laughs> literally be trapped in by the onions. Um, like into the story, it's a little like it seems like they're he's just kind of actually a shithead is that uh he was he she found out that he'd been chatting on, with other women on his phone so he was cheating on her um and then when they broke up he was she was very at home very sad and then he was not and so she felt that was unfair and wanted to quote give him a taste of my sadness so i sent him a ton of onions to his house to let him know what it feels like to cry which would only be I, I respect the, the the symbolism, but also it would require him to cut all 
That's right. That's true. The full metric well, ton of onions. A metric ton of onions is about, I would say, four bowls of French onion soup worth of onions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they cook you know. down. Yeah, if you caramelize yeah. those bad boys, you can fit them all in one pot. Really, probably. Yeah, yeah, you could probably just cook them all at once. You have to reduce it to. I a, mean, it's not essential spinach. oil. You know, I mean, the, spinach like, is just like gone when you cook it. <laughs> spinach <laughs> it rules. goes away. If you had an entire hallway full of spinach, that's like if you <laughs> if you make it's like a side order of sautéed spinach. <laughs> yeah. That That's how it. you measure the how much spinach you have. I have a hallway's worth of spinach. Yeah, an entire yeah. hallway full. It'd be funny if you're like a spinach farmer and there was just one day that was sort of hot and humid and then the entire your entire field cooked and you're like, no, there's <laughs> just like little bits of spinach on the the bottom. I, uh, um, this guy's like, you, you, now you need to know what it's like. You know, I cry for three days and now you will be infested with onion bugs. Like there's not like... <laughs> yeah. Not the onion bugs. Like, so there's some kind of bug that's going to be going wild in there. Come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that's the ulterior motive is to have him have horrible onion breath when he's trying to get back out on the market. I yeah. guess they did interview the ex-boyfriend and he said, this ex-girlfriend of mine is really something. After we broke up, she kept telling everyone that I did not shed a single tear. You mean that guys must cry after a breakup? So he just feels like an apathetic kind of... That's I get hard. real, like, interviewed in a lawn chair with an open can of Bud yeah. vibes from this man. That's, like, really funny because it had, like, a, it had like the cadence of, like, a, I know it's, like, translated, obviously, but, like, the cadence of, like, a, the start of, like, a Rodney Dangerfield routine or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The sex girlfriend of mine, she's really something. She's really she's something. Told me, really she something. told everyone I didn't cry a single <laughs> tear. Yeah. <laughs> like that, and then uh, it would be a punchline involving, you know, like the, 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 that's the thing. We lost the punchline, but it had the setup. It was there. It did, yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was a Rodney Dangerfield bit that was translated to Chinese and then back, and it lost a lot of the subtlety. Yeah. And the, the punchline just doesn't quite make we, sense anymore. We ran 10,000 Rodney Dangerfield bits through an AI, <laughs> and here is the first page of the screenplay. Oh, yeah. So I'm on Twitter, and I'm, I'm pretending that a bot wrote something so that I can prop up my weird... Yes, I'm guessing Bad Eli. So I can have plausible <laughs> deniability when people think it sucks. This is yeah. directly targeted at Eli. I knew it would get him going. Let's go. Let's get him. <laughs> this is like the real shit talk button. episode. I guess we've all decided that comedy is over, so we can freely yeah. shit on everyone. Everybody's so fucking dude. It's been like, it's been like a micro. I don't. It's, it's really put like a magnifying glass to comedy because people are losing their fucking minds about it. Because there's, like, no comedy and there's, like, no drama because no comedy is happening. So people are, like, inventing. I don't know, man. It's a deep It's a deep look into the underbelly that I don't I mean, enjoy. I feel like it's definitely contributing to my declining mental health to not be able to do stand-up. And I wasn't even, like, someone who went out every night. So I can imagine that it is making people fucking crazy to not have that outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we can't get to yeah, but those those tweets stop doing them. Stop pretending bots wrote something that's just misspelled alternative comedy. Is you heard my, it officially from Eli. You got it. That's my. I've laid down the law. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. You're back. Uh, is it any more? Yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say there, there's a there's an undercurrent here, just so you know, of Kath occasionally saying, you're not there, you're not there, or I'm back, I'm back in the chat because there's internet connectivity issues. So yeah. that's the, that's that. if, if if things happen that don't seem clear, and that's that's what happened last week with the, there was that like few minutes of a lot of crosstalk, it's because we were having problems with two people not being able to hear each other 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but everyone else could hear everyone else, so it was a very confusing, you know. But anyway, we're, turn- doing, we're doing our best. It turns out with a three three person podcast, it's uh, you can't really wing it and pretend someone's not audible because you just talk <laughs> over each other the entire yeah. time. Especially so if like, they're like <clears throat> announcing the story or something. It's like, and uh, we're, uh, we're vamping, uh, uh, or she's still going. Okay, well, uh, yeah. So, Why anyway. do they, yeah? What, they just keep interrupting each other by going, "Bleh, what is this podcast?" <laughs> uh, yeah, what's what's happening is that Kath is being DDoS by the haters and the losers is what's happened constantly so. it's very frustrating i tried to i have an ethernet cable with two separate adapters attached to it trying to like figure this shit out anyway yeah. hopefully it'll get better but for yeah. now we're, we're playing it cool um but yeah so these onions first of all i didn't even know you this was like a thing i didn't know that was an amount of onions you could order without like a special license you know, that seems yeah. like something you should have to have clearance for. You got to have the onion license. Yeah. You Just show them your card. You show them your like, it's like a flip down, like a passport or like an FBI thing. and gives you clearance to order that many onions. Yeah. I'll show it to, I'll post in the, in the discord. Now the image of, it looks like he was not home when the onions arrived. Yeah. So it's him just kind of rubbing the back of his head, looking at like, <laughs> oh. He's so confused. <laughs> Having no idea how to get into his apartment. <laughs> but also, there's like a there's like a bag, uh, like some kind of plastic bag with like a sheet of paper in it. It looks like yeah, uh, like, on like top a of shipping onions. form, so it's you can do a, you can arrange for a return. If you I need think to. what it is is a bag of dirt that says Puto on it. It's <laughs> <Yeah. is> most likely. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is like, and they must have like broken it. It's also this is so much to move for the delivery men. Like, it sucks. It's like a mean a prank on multiple people. Yeah, they're like, well, he's not here. We're not supposed to leave. It's like we're fucking leaving him. Yeah. We're not coming back. <laughs> we're not coming back. We're not loading. We're not unloading these and then reloading them tomorrow. Yeah, this is so inconvenient for so many levels of people that I a little bit at the point where I'm like, how long were you dating? Because you really <laughs> like this is. I mean, he sounds like a like a real. Like a real, a real schmendrick. So, thank you. I'll let her do it. You know, yeah. but uh, I'm still, I'm still on her side. But uh, yeah, it's just like I just feel like you have to, like this has to be like from the dark web. Like I don't like what did she go through to order this many onions? Yeah, it's actually a uh, onion shaped MDMA from the dark web. It's, it's isn't that a- that like a Tor onion browser? You get on that. And then you get on the dark web specifically for onions. Karth. Yeah. Karth. Karth. Did you just call me Karth? Yeah. Karth. Karth. Karth Barbadarbo. Now I'm doing alternative comedy. Karth Barbadarbo. There's the episode title. All set. Karth Barbadarbo. Check it off, Shelby. We got it. Oh, no. I was going to say, Kath explains the dark web is uh, uh, a bonus at some point. <laughs> yeah, I explain what the dark web is. Yeah. Somebody and how to get Twitch. there. Well, yeah, Somebody I mean, m- you get the onion browser. This actually all fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. And you go to a, you go to a private video room where someone is chopping up onions in a, just in a... <laughs> It's a private yeah, red room. It's a private red room where someone's chopping up onions, and it's like so gory. People are like throwing up. Like no one should see this. This is yeah. why it's on the dark web. That's on Rotten.com. Oh yeah, there's a lot of those where you're just like, this. Rotten.com <laughs> those... is the dark web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Like <laughs> that's just, like what like my mom thinks the dark web is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like rotten.com. I will say that now it is like you know what people say where it's like oh why are you worried about your kids being on the internet and then it's like versus our parents at least like my parents were like like parents during when I was growing up were somewhat concerned about the internet and I think it was pretty it was valid deserved yeah yeah because it was like with the internet when I was there was like I'm on a a forum to discuss Magic the Gathering cards. Also, if I want to, I can see a video of Russians killing a man with a hammer. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not that hard for me to find. <laughs> so. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of better now because all that stuff is on the dark web. There was, there was only one web before. So it was like, yeah. cool, someone can just send me autopsy photos over AOL Instant Messenger. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, just through AIM. My away message is just meat spin. The whole thing. <laughs> Well, meat spin is like that. Meat spin is not. Yeah, actually, that's meat like spin. almost wholesome, kind of. Yeah, it's actually homophobic to get freaked out by meat spin. Meat spin is great. Yeah, it's that, just a f- fun time. Yeah, you got it. Really, you know, that's if you get sent meat spin now in 2020, you should just be like, "I love that these guys are doing this." Thanks. I think it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for sending me this. <laughs> cool. Yeah, this, is brave. this is yeah. This is brave. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. brave. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, some, well. uh, some like right winger getting furious at meat spin more and more <laughs> just, oh! but, <laughs> being driven into a ra- a hypnotic rage by the spinning meat yeah. just like it working them up yeah making my children watch meat spin to show them the variety of, of types of love in the world <laughs> <laughs> all right shall we Pat move on shaking his head yeah let's move on <laughs> hey why don't yeah. we move on guys <laughs> Number four. Uh, number four. Uh, this is somebody in the Discord uh, posted this link uh, just with the caption "Cube News." So we got some news about cubes. Cube uh, news. Cube news. It's time. Um, so this story comes to us from England. Um, I believe this was in London in the Thames. I think I might be wrong about that. Um, but there's a. Uh, a pastime in in England where people uh, go quote unquote magnet fishing. I think people do this other places too, but I think in Europe it's like especially fun because people have been using metal there for a really long time, so you can pull up really old stuff out of riverbeds by using like really powerful magnets. So um, people like to do this, and uh, the government is like, please stop doing this because there's like grenades and shit in there, and it could be like. You might accidentally pull up a landmine because <laughs> it's Europe. So, like, yeah. watch out. So It's basically that old, like, arcade fishing tabletop game where, like, the fish chomp and you drop, like, a ball in their mouth, but with ma- grenades and landmines. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, so magnet fishers uh, found um, these cubes these these lead cubes apparently they didn't even have to use a magnet they were just sort of like i guess they were just like noodling really they were (laughs) magnet noodling they were just sort of sticking their hands in the in the muck Um, yeah weirdly the water parted around them they just rose to the surface they look like something that would that would happen for they look like these these cubes that they found they look like video game loot or something yeah they're these like lead engraved cubes with um it looks like one two three four with like 12 they're subdivided into like 12 boxes and they look like sudokus kind of like Mm -hmm. 3d sudokus and apparently they work like sudokus like every 
all the rows, columns, and diagonals add up to the same number. So they're like sacred geometry shit. Yeah, they um, were um, they were Rubik's cubes, but it was before technology let you rotate them. Mm. So they're unsolvable mm. Rubik's cube prototypes. Prototypes, you're like, yeah. You're just like <laughs> trying to twist it. You're like, oh, <laughs> years from now, this will be a beloved toy. And they're sort of the opposite of Rubik's cubes because they're made of lead. So you try to solve them, but it actually makes you dumber to yeah, hold them yeah. and, and try to fi- try to solve it. And keep licking them, and you're just getting dumber and dumber. <laughs> Maybe if I grease it up, I can get it twisted, and they just destroy your IQ. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So people are not sure what these are. Um, they they think that they're like a couple hundred years old, but they're not sure. Um, they're they seem to be like related to uh, like hindu astrology which is interesting because they're in england and they're a couple hundred years old i mean there are definitely indian people in england then but uh pretty weird pretty weird to find in a shallow river in england yeah it looks like it looks like they were mass produced to be distributed to a variety of video games like yeah. this is like the key item factory and they're like all right we got them and now we gotta ship them all out to hyrule and midgar and like whatever the fuck else there is but i would like one of the cubes what do you think one of these would run me hmm. to buy i mean they found 60 of them that's so what i'm saying they're very rare but there's a lot the, yeah like this is not an irreplaceable artifact mm-hmm. i'm gonna make a bid I'm gonna get my Alibaba. <laughs> see if I can get me one of these cubes. Let's see. They're I, pretty uh, sweet. Yeah, like, I, I also I, I, um, would, I would put one of these just on like, like uh, the my the dresser, Rubik's cube thing. You know, it's it's funny like to me decor. that Rubik's cube solving a Rubik's cube quickly is still like people take it as an indicator that someone is like really smart, and they're mostly just puzzles, right? You can just learn like the tricks and stuff. I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I'm trying I'm not to figure a... out if my Zoom is not working or if what I'm saying is <clears throat> uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> my Zoom I... was not. I did not hear what you said. I was trying to play um, it cool. But... I was just saying that it's weird that Rubik's Cube, like someone solving a Rubik's Cube fast, people think that's like that person must be a genius. Yeah. I mean, it's a certain kind of intelligence. You can you can like learn it though I think yeah that's a, I feel like you just take you just read a book and they're like twisty this way and this way if it looks like this do this I don't know that's my Rubik's cube talk <laughs> I'm starting a spin-off podcast it'll be mostly about <laughs> Rubik's cubes Eli's taking down people who are good at Rubik's cubes once and for all we're sick of them their elevated position in society needs to be reduced yeah bad enough well, it's, it, it's it's been on my mind you know. <laughs> There's a, one of the draft picks, Washington draft picks, like can do Rubik's cubes fast, and and there are a lot of sports writers like, look at this, oh my god, imagine <laughs> him on the field, and I'm like, it's just a Rubik's cube, man. I don't know. Like those are not related really at all. Uh, I can't imagine that skill translating to literally anything else. Yeah, it also translates to those little slidey puzzles that where you make a ladybug at your orthodontist office. It does yes. those yeah. too. Now that did now we're ever, talking. Now did you ever have in, that one that was like cars? It was like uh, rush hour. Rush hour, yeah. Yeah, rush hour ruled big time. Love rush hour. Classic dentist office game. Uh-huh. I'm not familiar with this one, but maybe it's, it's basically maybe it's like after my time. It, it's a, it's a similar thing to like making a picture of a ladybug, but it's a bunch of little Kath cars and they're inaudible. all like jammed in. Kath, we can't hear you. Kath, 
I could describe <laughs> it, but I'm, I think she's probably going to cut back in as soon as I start describing Rush Hour. She appears to be aware that... that uh, she looks frustrated and mad. Yeah. So we'll She's wait. upset. I'm back. Blah, blah. She's back. <laughs> this is driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, we narrated your facial expressions. Anyway, uh, did Rush you want to explain Rush Hour? Yes. Yes, Rush Hour is uh, it's like one of those little ladybug pictures, but it's instead a bunch of cars, and they're all like parallel parked, jammed in together, and you have to find ways to like let the one car out of this parking yeah. lot. This it hell com- parking lot. Oh, okay. Lot. Yeah, it comes with booklets, so it's like. Put the cars on this little grid this way, and then you and have then to solve it. get one car out of it. I'm realizing right now, <coughs> excuse me, the people are like, oh, it's from a doctor's office or something. And I'm realizing, like, I guess if you were an only child, you had, I definitely did rush hour just by myself. I owned it for, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is just only <laughs> child stuff, or it's like, go do some puzzles. And I'm like, <laughs> like just moving my cars around. You just grew up in a doctor's office waiting room. Not untrue. There's <laughs> like a lot of puzzles and and, and uh, occupying my time by myself. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, get get the Rubik's cubes. For the cubes, I, I think I would like to buy one. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I'm excited when anybody pulls anything mysterious and and quasi magical out of a shallow riverbed in England. Like that's just like the start of some good shit. I think. Yeah, I'd love to pull something from a riverbed. That seems like a good time. I mean, it's going to change your fortunes. Whether it's going to like change your life for the better or for the worse remains to be seen, but it will change your life. Yeah. If if I had complete control, I would love to go to like a fortune teller or get a get my palm read, then go pull a cube from the riverbed and then return to the the fortune teller and see if, you know, they are suddenly shocked by what they see. They go, "Oh, <laughs> the change in your aura." Yes. Because you have lead poisoning now, I've, so your I've aura pulled, has changed. I've pulled the death card, you know, or whatever. Isn't death card like good in tarot? It means like it means change. So it doesn't really mean like oh something bad's going to happen. It just means like things hmm. are going to change. You're going to change from alive the, to dead. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the, the you will change. be stabbed. I that is a transformation. The the card in tarot that's like kind of just bad, like is hard to spin positively, is the tower. If you get the tower, that's bad. Death is what, okay. What is the tower? The tower is a picture of a tower falling down and people like falling out of it and plummeting to their death okay, that's <laughs> it's bad. like this is that's bad. what they that's what they showed to george bush when he was reading that book to those kids they like walked up an aide <laughs> walked up and showed him the tower card and he's like oh this is a bad omen my i have my goat. old facebook profile picture was me holding up the tower because i was doing uh tarot for my friends on 9-11 and i pulled the tower and i was like god damn it you're doing tarot for your friends on not 9/11. 9/11 original. At not 9-11 original not 9-11 prime 51 a.m <laughs> <laughs> not 9-11 prime uh, yeah. One of the later ones. 9-11 Prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, the the most easily, easily the worst Transformer. Yeah, the, the absolute <laughs> worst Transformer. Didn't yeah. somebody do that? Didn't somebody edit like Starscream into that? Like hitting the tower? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Anyway, cubes. I want one. If anybody can get their hands on one, send them to the podcast, please. Speaking of Prime, Sam, push the cube, and then he just gets dumb. Because it's yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bring it oh, full no. circle. I'm losing my mental. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam, what cube was this? I don't <laughs> think it was the right cube. 
<laughs> Sam, it can't just be any cube. I, I tried to explain to you. Let's see. Our classic, our instant classic bit, Optimus Prime gets lead poisoning. We love it. Yeah. Sam, uh, was that a cube of Tillamook cheese? Be honest with me. <laughs> I can feel it melting on my parts. Is that from Ireland? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Should we uh, keep going? Let's do it. Let's advance. Number three. Oh, number three. This is a real. This is one of those stories. It's like I just. It's hard to even read it because it explores so many ways, and. So this is a uh, this is from the Tampa Bay Times. So you know you know what we're getting into. Uh, this is Florida treasure hunter says he was tricked by con man claiming to be a war hero scientist. Uh, this is a Melbourne man who is accused of claiming to be an army hero, millionaire, aerospace engineer. There's a picture Pick of him. Pick one. He's yeah. claiming so many. Yeah, it's that's it, like it, this is like astronaut Mike Dexter level, like just like complete. Yeah. You don't have to do this. Yeah, here's a just picture stick with of him one. looking very much like someone who would lie about being. <laughs> he's oh, got like yeah. a hat and an aviator jacket, and he's holding up a metal object he claims to have discovered on a beach, but it truly just looks like a rock. It's just like any yeah. rock. It looks like it might have come from Home Goods. Yeah. Uh, he, he's like a he, like you don't have to be every Clive Cussler character at once. Like pick one, <laughs> right? Just yeah. stay stay in one lane. Like My, don't you don't need to diversify this much. Like yeah. I feel like every, he probably just kept adding them on when like somebody would question one. He'd be like, "Well, I don't have you know evidence of that because I'm also a treasure hunter or whatever." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I know a little something about that. Yeah, it's like, like okay. I can't show you my bank statements because my riches are in treasure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not. You're not. I'm. On, there's. A, they only allow one person in my giant pool of gems and rubies. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, it was at a bar near Melbourne Beach. This treasure hunter. Uh, so we met him on a beach. The treasure hunter met the, and it's starting to become unclear to me what is real and what's fake about this guy. Met this the, is also, I just want to say, like, you're not going to meet a trustworthy person on a beach. Yeah, like, they're not. You might out have a there. good time, but you're not going to, like, that's not someone who's going to end up, like, helping you with your taxes, you know? Right. Yeah, and I feel you like. Know, it, you meet vacation friends. You don't, like, you don't have, like, a lasting relationship, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, like, if you're. Lots of people are on the beach that are trustworthy, but people who are like making friends at the beach, mm-hmm. they're a certain type. And anybody that's like super rich is just on their own beach. You're not going to run into like, you know, fucking Mark Zuckerberg on Ro- at Rockaway near Rivers. Yeah. It's I'm gonna just out be here like- uh, looking for Marks. I mean, friends, people like me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's how Mark Zuckerberg would describe his friends, though. Other looking, Marks. Looking marks. for Marks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so they met on this beach. Uh, he met this army ranger. And again, I'm trying to figure out which of these is true. An army <laughs> ranger who, I think these are all lies. So he met an army ranger who was also a cryptocurrency millionaire, which sounds like the most likely of any of these, because that seems like something this dude would be into. And adjunct professor at one of America's most prestigious universities. The conversation turned to the 300-year-old Spanish galleon wrecked on the ocean floor just off the coast. And more importantly, the mother load of gold and silver that went down with it. It was right there, the treasure hunter said, waiting to be salvaged. And then it's just like, this guy is just straight up a, path- a pathological liar. It says, the decorated veteran and professor. So this, the veteran and professor is the, the con man. 
mm-hmm. the the treasure hunter is the mark. The the decorated veteran professor turned out was also a systems engineer and coder. He developed satellite communications and avionics, which sounds like a made-up word. Fake, fake. For military contractors <laughs> at renowned laboratories. Some of that work was classified, he said. <laughs> but maybe he could use his expertise to help cre- create a technology to scan the ocean for the elusive gold. That technology is called metal detectors. It <laughs> yeah, already we, exists. We discussed this in the previous story. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, in, in October 2018, this is a very, look, public, updated May 21st and published May 19th. So this is still, this is still new, uh, but this is in October 2018. Tampa-based treasure hunting company Seafarer Exploration announced it had hired, quote, Dr. Michael Torres, a brilliant wounded war veteran receiving a purple heart with oak cluster <laughs> to do just that. Okay. Uh, I, I hope they're describing him that way like he's like the protagonist of a Dan Brown novel. Like he's emotionally wounded. He's brilliant, but wounded. Yeah, I have to find out what a, the addition of an oak cluster to a Purple Heart uh, it means, indicates. It means you died. Really? No. no. Oh, okay. He's alive. <laughs> I was making a joke that it would be funny if he was claiming to get the thing that you get when you die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if, what is he received full cluster? honors at Arlington Cemetery. It's like, exactly. what? Hang on. <laughs> yeah, he'll be buried in the tomb of the unknown soldier when he dies. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm really trying to find what the uh what what this oak cluster means, but it's you know it I means he like died the, in battle. Yeah, he's he was sh- he was killed by a landmine when magnet fishing. Uh, yeah. There's like the the whole wiki for Purple Hearts is like too long it's it's, all of that stuff is so complicated and it's one of those things that uh i feel like if you grew up in like a military family you know all of it and it it is impenetrable to anybody else yeah well i just tried to control f oak cluster in the purple heart wikipedia not it's not there so maybe it's completely (laughs) made up uh so yeah they hired him he and there's a lot of people not doing their base work here because he made the front page of Florida Today and appeared on Fox 35 Orlando wearing an Indiana Jones hat and announced that he discovered an ancient Peruvian burial mask washed up on Melbourne Beach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess they figured out that he was obviously not true. And I love when like someone has to. Like when someone's like bad mouthing someone they got conned by because it sort of just reflects poorly on you. Like Kyle Kennedy, what a name, the CEO of this Seafair Exploration, he told the Tampa Bay Times, this guy can spout this stuff off like no tomorrow. Absolutely none of it was true, but unless you're an engineer, you'd never know that. I'm not sure that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I think as soon as someone said they had a purple heart and also something else, I'd be like, you are full of shit. <laughs> Even Purple Heart, I'd be like, probably not. The, um, I feel like if you, you can't be a Purple Heart, you can't have a Purple Heart and be like a multimillionaire. Like, the, you have like one or the other, I feel like. Yeah. Unless you're like a full on like member of the like presidential cabinet. Like, you're not, you don't have those things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he they they filed a lawsuit demanding him pay back ninety six thousand dollars in wages and seven thousand dollars that he charged to an expense account, and he they they gave him <laughs> they gave him equity apparently they gave him sixty one million shares of Seafarer stock they gave him five hundred twenty thousand dollars worth of stock in their company 
this guy who's just like, yeah, I have a purple heart. Also, I am a brilliant scientist, and not to mention, I've discovered a Peruvian burial mask on a fucking beach in Florida. Yeah. So, and they were like, surely, would you like to be a shareholder in our company? I Come mean, to our board I feel meeting. like I feel like the value of treasure hunting stock probably varies wildly. Yeah. I can't imagine that being a super stable Look, business. Yeah, I mean, if that money ends up being valuable, I mean, if those shares end up being valuable, then they're happy too, because presumably their shares are valuable as well. So ultimately, you know, who, who I really... I mean, I would assume that it means they found treasure. <laughs> so, like, pretty good. I want to know what's in these $7,000 of expenses. That's just such... That's a very funny number to me. Just oh, like... Just yeah, it's stakes. like it's like a lot, but it's not like... It's not like an embezzlement amount. It's just like a right. Like he's like, not like taking that money and leaving. Like it's exactly, not, he's yeah. just like he's just like got real, real dependent on Ubers or something. <laughs> yeah, he took a couple flights day yeah. off, and uh, so yeah, the the lawsuit accuses Torres. Uh, he is thirty seven, so that's let's throw that in there. He's thirty seven. Okay, that's also that he did all of that stuff by 37. That's, like, it, no, you didn't. That's what I'm about. Yeah, because here it says his, res, his fraudulent resume included two tours of duty in Afghanistan, uh, a long list of medals, and multiple degrees, including a bachelor's in electrical engineering from the Citadel, which is one of the weirdest colleges, um, and a doctorate in aeronautical engineering from Duke University. So, yeah, just if you're 37, I don't know if you literally have time to do two tours of duty, get a bachelor's and get your doctorate. Like, and that seems be rich. like, yeah, I, it, it, that just doesn't seem like you have the time. Yeah. I don't I know think, how long tours are. I think but. it's, con- I think it's conceivable if you, you know, if you went straight into the military and like did college later or something, I, I think it's, it's, it's more just like, how can you be? Like, it's hard to imagine you'd be eminent by this age. Like, you'd be somebody that worth, you know, like, whose opinion right. is valuable. Like, that's kind of, I think, maybe more the, uh, Sus- the yeah. part it's tough to, yeah. And if you truly rose to this level, I feel like you would have gone to a military college, too. It would have been like, well, at this Citadel, point, just say you went to fucking West Point. that's what the Citadel is. The Citadel is a military, uh, oh, it's I a military it's just school. a weird Christian college. No. Mm-hmm. no the, Citadel the Citadel is where, uh, it's, it's where Nathan and, and the other guy went from the real world. Oh, wow. Okay. My knowledge of the Citadel is only from, like, playing their football team the first week of the season for, like, easy wins. Um, Don't they have a really weird mascot, too? Isn't it, like, the kangaroo or something? Um, Beats me. No, they're the bulldogs, it looks like. It's, it's... The Citadel's weird because it's not like it's a military academy, but it's not like a branch of the military academy. It's it's like it's not like army or navy or you know what I mean. It, it, it's it's or uh, Annapolis. It, it's like its own. Um, it's weird. It's it's military, but it's not like a direct feeder into the thing. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I guess this the Citadel is just an insane name for anything. It is that's an not insane name in Destiny Two. That's not like. Right. It's like yeah. a Game of Thrones college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So he said that he got a bachelor's in electrical engineering from the Citadel and a doctorate in aeronautical engineering from Duke University. And this always comes out with these sort of stories is that, like, they're like, anyone could have fallen for this. He's a silver-tongued bandit. It's crazy. And then as soon as you find out what he claimed to do, and then they immediately are like, Not, the most basic research would have shown none of this holds up. So yeah, the lawsuit says he he flunked out of the Citadel. He got a 1.3 GPA and flunked out. 
and Duke doesn't even offer a degree in aeronautical engineering. Right. That's just, the kind of thing you got to be careful about is you couldn't have gotten this from there. Yeah. Um, that I would used like to, also, to be um, when I worked at UT, one of the things I did there was verified degrees for people. Like when people were claiming to have a degree uh, from UT and like an employer or a journalist or somebody wanted to check that information, I was like the person checking it. And uh, man, it was very exciting when people were lying. That was like, those were some of the best days at work when you would catch somebody lying about uh, having a fake degree. Very fun. Yeah. yeah. Good it's, stuff. Uh, like... I'm uh, so I'm reading ahead of this. So this is this guy is a all timer wheeler and dealer because so they they start this lawsuit. They say the guy's like you're you lied about your resume, so we're suing you. And then Torres, this guy, he responded, and his response to this is he goes he goes that Kennedy, the, this guy, um, his boss, he says. He padded my resume to make his company look good. I never <laughs> said any of that. Yeah, that good. rules. That's, that's a great good. defense. Yeah, he's a, he's a goes, I never claimed to be an Army veteran to have a doctorate. I was simply an engineer hired to do a job, but I wasn't given the proper resources to do it. And then he says, they want to discredit me because it somehow serves whatever scam they're pulling. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this, this is guy. great because yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a designed to get like a classic like <laughs> like type reaction like sput like a furious sputtering from yeah. that from that. Yeah. Just full yeah, he's just like it's like uh you know, it's like it's one of those you can't win an argument with because they just you they're so flexible with what they say and do that it's just like you know, you're trying to paint them into a corner and they're just crawling up the wall and you're like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? Well, he's basically, he's using the no, you are defense. Like, that's what he's yeah, completely yeah. just like, no, it's you. No, you're All doing the this. things you said I do, you did. You're doing Classic, this Classic, I'm rubber, you're glue defense. Perfect. Yeah. Maddening. Amazing. We'll Irrefutable. Yeah, Irrefutable. This will be like, he's going to run for office and win. Just, oh, no question. This is yeah. the next Tiger King is going to be about this guy. Yeah, and I love I love this guy's versatility because then right after saying that he goes, I did earn a, gr- a degree from the Citadel and I served in the Air Force. And then, <laughs> and then the Times contacted the Citadel and they were like, No, as we've told you before, he did not graduate. He's like, I never claimed to be a military veteran, but yeah. I will now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, though, actually, I am a military veteran. I did earn a degree, and uh, uh, well, I consider it earning a degree, and uh, what they say is irrelevant, and uh, don't worry about it. Yeah. I would just like to issue, by the way, a correction. Uh, Nathan and David from the Real World, uh, uh, Seattle, they actually went to VMI, not to the Citadel. So that's Thank that's you. my bad. Uh, um, yeah, and then it also says that he did join the Air Force ROTC but he was forced out for poor academics. Man, um, what percentage of people in ROTC who don't go into the military are doing stolen valor, do you think? I'm going to go like 15%. ROTC is a, a worrying thing to me. <laughs> I don't I don't really want to like roast it cuz I don't under I just don't I don't understand it. it. Yeah. I'm just like it's it's so it's so weird to me. Um but yeah, uh, and also he says he also claimed to have been an adjunct professor at MIT, which is like even professors would be like like i feel like even if like someone who was an an aeronautics engineer would be like you got an adjunct professor gig at mit like it's like isn't that it feels to me that that's like very hard to get because mit is very premier or whatever 
I don't know. That was the first time I had a friend who went to MIT and he once tried to explain to me what his job was. And it was, I've never felt dumber in my life. It was like so far, I didn't even know you could do that. They like bet on what cities are going to use the most power. Oh man, I felt very dumb. Am I muted? Hello. Yes. I, I, I just, uh, I don't have any comments on that. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, that's this guy. He's, he's, they just give him more stuff about like what he would doing. He, he would just like get on whiteboards apparently and just draw a bunch of like, yeah, there's this meeting. Uh, he was exposed by scientists that they'd hired to develop a sea search technology uh there's a meeting he's up there writing on a whiteboard all this stuff and he's shouting like ah i have it it looked like something that from rules. here's maybe how you got fooled look like something from the big bang theory <laughs> uh. i says, feel like i i imagine this is what i imagine like elon musk doing like standing in front of a giant uh whiteboard and like writing basically gibber math gibberish on on it and like looking at it very seriously and people being like wow yeah it's that he just hires people to make stuff. He wants, you know, he wants to be like the Steve Jobs thing of just being like, here's what I want, make it happen. But his ideas are also just weird. And they're like, okay, we'll make a cyber truck, I guess. Like, I don't really know why or who wants this. Did you see the, the conspiracy theory that uh, Tesla is a front for a drug cartel? It's pretty good. It's on, I, I saw it on Twitter that. yesterday. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty, like, baseless, but it is, it is pretty yeah. fun. Go ahead and look for it. We're not going to discuss it on here because we don't want to uh, get involved in any kind of look. Legal allegedly, <laughs> I said it was a conspiracy yeah. theory. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying it's very compelling and interesting. We are here uh-huh. to hand down judgment. Com- um, yep. Yeah. So they, he says he's sit- sitting there thinking, "Wow, this guy's a genius." And then um, the scientist pulled him aside privately afterward and was like, "That was not an equation that he put on the board. That was gibberish. None yeah. of it made any sense." Uh, yeah. And then it, he just he's just going he's just doubling down over and over. He's just like, yeah, no, that's, that's wrong. How you win. They're wrong actually. Never, never apologize, never admit you're wrong. That's pretty good strategy nowadays. So, um, you know, uh, once once you break the general like you're supposed to be ashamed and go away thing, um, most people can't actually make anyone do anything. So, there yep. it is. And it feels like he hurt his own case because last month he appeared on ABC News 4 in Charlotte touting a major discovery of coins. And he said he had a PhD again. So they're like, nice. you're just doing Even this after all this happened, he was like, yeah. wait, now I found coins. Yeah. He's Amazing. like, now I'm, I am a doctor and now also I have coins. So, <laughs> well, good, good luck to him. Uh, again, I feel the moral of the story is don't trust anyone you meet on a beach, um, especially if they are waving a Peruvian mask at you. I mm. think that's safe to say. Should we go number two? Let's do it. Number two. Okay. Number two is uh, this story. I feel like this is like a perfect story for the New York Times. Um, I can't think of a better crossover demo than a New York Times piece about a Prairie Home Companion cruise. I feel like that's really, uh, really in their wheelhouse. Um, I don't know if you can hear a dog going insane outside. Uh my house right now but that's oh, i kind of can it's nice <laughs> um oh my god chill <laughs> out <sighs> anyway uh so yeah apparently 
Prairie Home Companion Cruises have been a thing for quite a while. Um, this is not a new... This this part of the story is not new. Um, there have been 11 Prairie Home Companion Cruises hosted by one Garrison Keeler uh, with his many friends from Lake Wobegon. Um, he takes them all out to sea and uh, does Prairie Home Companion shit. I'm sure it's the folksiest cruise of all time. Um, but Yeah, it's like the like the... This is like the polar opposite of the kid rock chilling the most cruise mm-hmm. yeah i just like i can't imagine what prairie home companion fans wear on a cruise because i just feel like they're all in cardigans all the time and stuff. <laughs> like yeah. that's well it can get windy out you know when you're out in the open sea the cruise is on true. a the cruise is on a leaky houseboat made of pine yeah so it's thematically there <laughs> i just i just can't like envision like a big like a carnival cruise of Prairie Home Companion f- fans. What if yeah. they're actually secretly like the most like raun- like raunchiest, <laughs> like most disgusting, just like you know, oh yeah, topless chicken fights in the pool, like just the, the body shots, <laughs> just <laughs> just doing pile- body shots off of Garrison Keeler. It's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. That's where they all cut loose. There's just a pile of cardigans and then a mass of bodies. They just, they get out there and he just makes an announcement like, we are officially in international waters. And they all <laughs> just lose cheers. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a new. Everyone claps politely and then just starts railing lines of coke. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a nude man coated in sweat walking out of a closed room with like like snacking on a water cracker from all the to rejuvenate himself from all the fucking he just did (laughs) yeah so uh naturally the the you know lake wobegon citizens are very excited about the 12th uh prairie home companion cruise that was to take place uh this this past uh i believe it was supposed to set sail sometime in late march obviously it got canceled um unfortunately people were very sad they were uh uh, 1,350 people scheduled to go on this cruise. Um, it was going to leave from Fort Lauderdale on March 18th. And uh, sadly, obviously, it got canceled. And um, <laughs> Garrison Keeler uh, sends out an email about this. Um, uh, the first email says, uh, events are moving rapidly and in the wrong direction. And what we was, what was intended to be enjoyable has lost all aspects of pleasure, which is a very Garrison Keeler way to say like, shit's bad. Yeah. Um, I don't need to hear about pleasure from Garrison Keeler. Also, yeah. Is, isn't he like a, he's like a sex creep, right? Yeah. He's a sex creep. I totally forgot about it until this article brings that up later. <laughs> if you're, I was if, like, Oh, right. If you're a sex creep, it feels like if you're a sex creep and you're like, I'm doing a cruise, the co- like someone should immediately be like, no, you're no, not you're allowed not. to go isolate people on a boat, you fucking insane person. <laughs> no, <laughs> you need to stay under surveillance. Like, you need to be on land. You need to be you on know? land. Yeah. <laughs> we can't let you leave land. Um, yeah. Not allowed on the water. So this was like this this um, cruise. It was a carnival cruise boat, but it was put on through um, like a private company like it's Garrison Keeler has his own LLC for cruises. So Carnival, like when Carnival canceled all their cruises, um, they gave people the choice between a refund or rebooking with some bonus credit. But because this was through a private company, like Garrison Keeler hasn't like issued any refunds or well, they prob- like they probably spent all the money already, right? They did. Yeah. They spent yeah. all the money. So he has not said like really anything about, uh, like about 
how to get their money back. But he did send them an email uh, six weeks after canceling the trip. Uh, an email that jumped from a personal anecdote about sheltering in place to Franz Kafka to plans for his own novel in which Lake Wobegonians catch a virus from eating cheese that causes compulsive admission of innermost thoughts and guilty secrets. Mm. Yep. Uh, in this email, he also very generously offered advanced copies of the novel at cost plus postage to uh, people who were on this cruise. So nice. really just Worth going... It turning up the dial on the Garrison Keelerness yeah. like all the way to try much, to deflect from this. Much like Timmy Tilson attempting to fix uh, uh, Miss old Mrs. Uh, uh, Gunterson's uh, uh, fence. I'm working to make this right. I have no idea. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's about right, I that think. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, there is a refund. You'll find it behind the old oak tree. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you get this apology from him. I'm surprised it's email and not like a mimeograph sent to you, like some sort of yeah. quilled out apology on vellum. That yeah, you have to there's something very funny about like, like the whole thing being kind of quaint and cute until it's like, all right, dude, seriously, give my fucking money back, though. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we simply don't have that. It's like, all right, seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna sue you. I spent like three grand on this. Like you can't like you know what the hell. It was yeah. like thousands of dollars. These cruises are really expensive. Yeah, it's like break break. You need to break character for a second, right? You know, or like have your like we all know you have like a manager or something. Like let someone else write the goddamn email. Yeah, it's like if you get robbed at Disneyland, like it's like yeah, I don't want to talk to Goofy. <laughs> exactly. I want to talk to like a person. <laughs> It's like, yeah, gosh, that is bad, but I need to talk to someone with some power. Did you get any identifying information? Could you describe him, please? It's like, Goofy, why are you drawing him black? I did not say, well, I'm just making assumptions. (laughs) Just racist Goofy. Um, Yeah. What were you wearing at the time of the, it's like, all right, hang on, what's going on here, Goofy? Not cool. Yeah, I feel like the way I get scammed by Garrison Keeler is they'd be like, didn't you think some of this didn't make sense? And I was like, honestly, it was so boring, I kind of tuned out. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I use it to get, I, I just do these to get to sleep. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't say that I've ever listened to a, a, any, I, I, I don't know when I encountered it at some point, but I think I, I get the gist. That's generally my whole thing, right? It's kind of like, yeah, he, he built out like a whole verse, right? Like the yeah. Keeler verse, basically. He has the Keeler verse. Yeah. I think it's old people love it because it's fake tales of a childhood that didn't exist sort of thing. Yeah, it's sort of faux nostalgia. It's like a very dry humor and also very wholesome. And yeah, my my parents used to listen to it occasionally. They would sort of like they would listen to it, but also sort of make fun of it, but also sort of enjoy it. Yeah, those kind of the make fun of it all you want. I'll take your money. Exactly. I'm still getting rich, bitch. It's like, all right, man, what the hell? Suckers got scammed. (laughs) It's like, it is like sad, though, because they interview some people who were going on this cruise and they're all just like sweet old people. Yeah, Yeah. they're like the most gentle people in the world. Yeah, like I don't, they don't even seem like all that mad because they're just like sweet. Like, here's one. Uh, Dick Kaufman. Great name. (laughs) Dick Kaufman. Minimum 70 years old. 80 years old. 80 years old uh, and his wife Barbara uh, they uh, are among Keeler's dedicated listeners they'd attended every previous cruise and looked forward to sailing again Dick said 
The reality for me and my wife was that we could go anywhere or stay moored to a dock and not go anywhere, and it still would have been a warm and interesting experience. Just Yeah, that's nice. A Those nice people, old grandfather yeah. who wants to go on his Garrison Keeler right. sex pest cruise. Just <laughs> let are, him have it. Those are people who found the thing they like and let them, you know, that's the they found their thing. That's their thing. And that's yeah. cool. I, you know, I, it's a good thing it didn't like the cruise was stopped and wasn't like caught. Yeah. It wasn't like a week earlier because that oh, man, God. the average age on that thing, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been disaster. the worst, like the most casual. Because there's, I can't think of any other themed cruise that would have an older demographic. That would just raise the yeah the minimum age. It'd be like, hey Garrison, did you happen to bring a chaplain along with us? Because. <laughs> This is getting fucking dark. The holds are filling up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, like, I, and you know this money is coming out of people's fucking pensions and stuff. Like, that's that's where all this money came from. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they spent it on, like, airfare and stuff that they can't get refunded for. And so they can't, uh, cannot currently uh, refund people. And it's it's causing a little bit of controversy. But again, a very mild form of controversy because all of these old people are so nice. Yeah, but imagine how many letters he gets. Ooh, you know, you know so how much old people love to fucking write a letter to strongly management? worded. No <laughs> Strong, doubt. the strength of the words in the letters he's receiving must be shocking, uh, un- unforeseen per- previously by man. Well, yeah. worst of luck to Garrison Keeler, <laughs> you creepy fucking mop-headed old man. Like, he is like so strange-looking too. He's, yeah, he's like really who you don't want to be a sex pest. Yeah, like you want to fight those stereotypes, but no, he looks like a, he looks like he is part pug. He's very pug like. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. Anyway, yeah, yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Give Speaking my grandparents of- back their money. <laughs> Speaking of fuck these people, uh, number one, number one, and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. This is uh, similar. My, as my, I can understand it. I don't, I don't have a whole lot of background on this. I, I, I'm the only one who hasn't uh, gotten more detail here, but I can just give the uh, the title of this thing um, that we're going to be watching a little video about here. Um, this is from the uh, Florida. Uh, sorry, it's in Galveston County uh, on the Bolivar Peninsula in Texas. This is uh, the Go Topless Jeep Weekend, which I guess took place. Uh, Get it? Uh, Jeeps yep, don't have I do tops. Get it. I do get it, um, and it, uh, it it's probably similar demographic. A lot of overlap with the Garrison Keeler cruise, the Lake Wobegon. Um, but uh, yes. yeah, let's 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 watch this video and get a little bit more uh, more information. After several weeks of being stuck inside, thousands have flocked here to Bolivar Peninsula to make the most of their time while out. Been in quarantine, and like I need to get out and party. Go Topless Jeep Weekend. What's better than beach and a few drinks and Jeeps? Man, it getting better than that. In full swing at beaches on Bolivar Peninsula. <laughs> this event comes at a time where beaches across the state are reopening following the coronavirus pandemic. And beachgoers like Chelsea Collier are still taking precautions to stay safe. Wash them hands for 20 seconds and keep them clean with the Germex. Totally. At last year's Go Topless event, chaos erupted. About 80 people were arrested. Six people were taken to the hospital. But this go-round, the Galveston County Sheriff's Office has enlisted the help of 40 DPS troopers. Come down, have a good time. You have a good time, there's no issues. 
But when you start acting silly, like the sheriff said on the previous interview, we've got a jail that's got a whole lot of empty holes. The sheriff's office have made at least 63 arrests so far in connection to Jeep Weekend. As for the enforcement of social distancing, they say it's challenging to enforce. I mean, you can't. It's just, it's not possible to do that on this beach with the amount of people that we have here. It's just, we can't do that. The additional presence of law enforcement has been a welcoming sight for beachgoers, given the history of this event. Law enforcement has definitely made their visibility and made people chill out and not be as crazy. The cops are doing their job as long as they don't be mean to people who are actually being innocent. Then I'm all gravy, baby. And if you missed out on today's festivities, you can come out tomorrow. Like the Galveston County Sheriff's Office says, act responsible while having fun. Reporting here from Bolivar Peninsula, Jordan James, 12 News. Uh, just so many characters. Yeah. So, so much. So I'm much. I'm thinking about the jail, with a, jail with a lot of empty holes. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an improvised silly. line. Don't act silly because there's a jail lot of empty holes. I think my favorite line is how uh, at the end of that news report, he kind of invited people to come the next day. Yeah, yeah. that's one of those things where like the cops are like, come on, man. <laughs> and like, just report like, on this like it already happened. Just leave that part out. We don't have to say. <laughs> you don't have to advertise this. We're still going. It's all, all day tomorrow, baby. Just yeah. like, can you imagine dying because you went to go topless jeep weekend that's that's what did you in that was like that's what you risked your life for it's people are just really into jeeps and just having a good time what did and that woman say she was like beer beach and jeeps what's better than this yeah yeah that's while wearing a shirt <laughs> with yeah, an airbrushed octopus all over yeah <laughs> I, I, I can the first time I watched this, I watched that first woman saying quarantine so many times. Just <laughs> she's like, I'm in quarantine. I'm ready to get out. Like she's so good. I'm all gravy, baby. I love gravy, her. Baby so I'm good. all gravy, baby. As long yeah, as the cops aren't being mean to people that are actually being innocent. I love yeah, her. That was awesome because <laughs> that was like somebody walking on a balance beam, like level of like about to lose the sentence. Like drunk yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna go down. Like totally yeah. like uh, 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 and then like <laughs> stuck it like managed to get through it yeah i think one one very underrated line in it is i love when they talk about the weekend and they describe it they go like given like cop presence given the hit given the spotty history of this event <laughs> yeah. they talk about it like it's some sort of neo-nazi gathering but it's go topless beach weekend and they're like the <laughs> the dark history of topless and they're also like we're doing pretty good this year and they said there are 80 arrests 60 this year 80 last year 60 this year oh my god yeah <laughs> but also yeah can't 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 underestimate how much i love someone just getting tired of an interview and the guy who's just like i mean we can't uh yeah yeah exactly that's that's not possible are you fucking kidding me asking <laughs> yeah. me to make these idiots stand six feet apart from each other like no way <laughs> yeah and they're, they're like, as they're talking about so distant hasn't they there's just like people like standing in the surf just like like raising their glasses <laughs> to like the camera i feel <laughs> like this to me reminds me and i've been even before coronavirus i thought of this like basically every day but coronavirus has been basically just a real life uh version of the mr show sketch with the roller coaster where it's there's a new it's a news report about a roller coaster 
that is killing everyone who goes on it. There's a part you spend two minutes underwater. It goes <laughs> <laughs> it like it goes like through like a million loops. Like it's all this stuff, and it just like it kills you. And so they're they're reporting on it like it's like a natural disaster like where it's just like you know this is the third day of carnage from the devastator and then it cuts to a commercial and it's a commercial for the devastator and and it cuts back and there's just like this part of of bob odenkirk playing uh playing uh someone who is billed as a local favorite and uh, he just looks up at the sky and he screams, why would God let this happen? And <laughs> I just feel like that's what I see when I see Go Topless Jeep Weekend amid <laughs> pandemic. Like what? Like uh, there's not a lot of information about what this is. It's just like go. It's Go Topless Jeep Weekend. It's like who is putting this on? Like what is it? Like it's just kind of it's, it's, it's I guess it, it's not Memorial Day. It's just yeah. It's I, like know. a Facebook group that just got out of control. That just kept. <laughs> Right, What's that should the, be the real like those Facebook commercials where they have like the different groups of people. It's like this should be those like this is go tops Jeep and like this, oh, yeah. like, this is this is the your best case is this. Didn't, did, didn't someone edit that Facebook group ad to be like like meet up with like minded people and then it was like a shot of just like you know like the some modern neo Nazi like uh, yeah. <laughs> Facebook group people can gather. Yeah, I mean I. I guess this seems like a fun weekend if it's not coronavirus. I mean, 80 people getting arrested indicates that there's a lot of problems happening. Well, it's also like Galveston is one of the weirdest places ever. Like, it's super strange because it's like it is a beach town, but it's like the worst vibes beach town ever. Uh, It's where Robert Durst cut up that guy. That's like (laughs) I feel like it's most famous. Like, he was one was, of the arrests made. That, yeah, that was actually <laughs> at, that was actually at go. Yeah, he actually confessed on the news uh, to this reporter. Yeah, yeah. at Robert go topless sta- Jeep weekend. Robert Durst standing there next to a decapitated body, going, "I thought it was topless beach weekend." There's your, <laughs> there's your gag. There's your so, joke. but also like Galveston, the beach. There are like oil rigs directly off the beach. There are regularly rattlesnakes on the beach it's like not a good beach it's everything about it is like bad times it's not fun yeah it was funny that you almost accidentally said florida because like everyone in the comments for this and all this like everyone is assuming it's florida and people have to keep coming in and being like this is actually texas yeah and they're like it is the florida of texas no question yeah but but at least florida beaches are like pretty yeah, that's, that's what's what, weird. One of the commenters were like, "No, it's not Florida. The water is much too murky." They're yeah. like, "The water's really dirty. That's how you know it's Texas." Yeah. I'm not. Oh, bad beaches. Thumbs down. Hmm. Seems like fun. Let's go next year. I'm, I bet it it's really fun when it's Let's, not pandemic times. Yeah, rent a topless. You just show up in a hard top Wrangler and cause ruckus. <laughs> you just challenge everybody. I'm gonna come in my Honda Civic and just bum everybody out <laughs> showing up pulling out of the beach and immediately getting your prius stuck just in the sand spinning out <laughs> can someone help me can i get some help uh, please put, put your drinks down i need help put your drinks down <laughs> i overestimated the, the the diameter of my my tires if anyone could kind of give me a shove here i got these tiny pri- prius wheels that are about a foot wide so don't worry my battery is fully charged everyone's like <laughs> someone just someone pours their drink on the prius battery and it shorts out <laughs> yeah oh somebody spilled a hurricane on my entire motor well 
I, I saw there were multiple like ATVs like with huge tires going oh, around. Yeah. It's like, man, when I think safe and fun weekend, I think drinking and ATVs. That's never <laughs> gone wrong. Yeah. It, honestly, that does On sound sand. fun, though. Yeah. That's just one of those. That's one of those things where it's just like it, I feel like in Mi- in Michigan that would be a big like the, one of the things people do in the upper peninsula was like we just get shit faced and ride snowmobiles and I'm like those are really yeah. heavy and strong <laughs> like yeah that's big in New Hampshire dangerous. too snowmobiling yeah. and and just mudding people love to mud oh yeah it's one of those things like being in an ATV like accident it's kind of like ugh like are people even gonna be sorry for me you know what I mean like you're like like, like r- rolled an ATV onto myself because I was drunk at the beach or whatever it's like alright yeah. well I deserve this you the know the doctor's uh, clipboard is like like under ATV accident there's just two like you fill it out in the waiting room they're like you're in an ATV accident and they give you an ATV accident clipboard and there's just two check boxes one is was trying to do wheelie fell over backwards and then the other check box is other that's like the two <laughs> things that could have happened to you on an ATV ATV, but that said, I would love to ride an ATV if anyone can make that possible. It does yeah. seem fun. Like I will say, it is dangerous and irresponsible, but it does seem fun. Well, they we look it. like they're having fun. Yeah, Hopefully <laughs> God we'll, bless we'll, them. We'll find out if it was too much fun in what, like ten days? I guess. Yeah, something like that. Days. Yeah, um, but it's yeah, it's already been a few days. But I'm sure it'll be. You know, it doesn't seem like bad behavior is being particularly. Uh, cosmically punished which is good for you know but uh it does uh seem uh like a lot of the um you know yeah. it's all outside so chances are it's probably fine um yep. for it's probably people. fine that's our yeah. ruling on this mm-hmm. it's probably yeah. fine these people probably follow guidelines at home yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. probably haven't been anywhere else they probably quarantined for two weeks before go topless jeep weekend it's probably that's right yeah um, mm-hmm. I'm just saying the Goat House Weekend by in and of itself was probably not a super spreader event. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. we'll see. I yeah. guess we'll see. Surely, um, Bucky's near here won't become a hotbed of Corona activity. It's not. <laughs> not my problem, I guess. Um, <laughs> wishing, wishing everyone well. That's all I can say. Um, so best of luck to those folks. And uh, yeah, that that'll do it. Um, uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, um, sort of at the beginning, like 15 minutes into the show, <laughs> uh, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, so 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, this Friday, the 29th. Um, is that right? 29th? Yeah. Uh, we're mm-hmm. doing the uh, we're doing the uh, reverse telethon, twitch.tv slash whatatimepod. Um, and uh, yes, check that out. Um, Patreon.com slash whatatimepod. If you, uh, uh, you want to hear um, over 100 bonus episodes, you get some live videos, um, Roadhouse commentary track. We got a bunch of stuff on there. Um, we got Public. There'll be a link in the description. We got some stuff, and they they sell masks also. That was not something that we chose. That's automatically <laughs> included in the thing. Um, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, the Discord, uh, check it out. There's a link in the description to that as well. Um, and you can get the private channels at the uh, $10 level on the Patreon. We're What a Time Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch now. We are uh, What a Time Podcast at Gmail. Um, for reasons that uh, I can't recall, um, and uh, you know, send us a send us uh, stories or, or, or questions, mailbag stuff, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm Patty Mo on the stuff. I got nothing going on. Um, what about you guys? Um, I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. That is a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Um, we do one free episode a month and two Patreon-only episodes a month for that. Uh, Patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. 
Um, yeah, I'm recording another one tomorrow and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Check that out. I also just uh, had an article published on FanFight, uh, which is FanBite's wrestling section. Fan, F-Y-T-E. Uh, it's about John Cena and BTS and how uh, John Cena is a BTS fan. And it was really fun to write. So check that out. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on everything. And I think that's all I have to plug. Come to our live, uh, our, our reverse telethon. It'll be fun. Hey, uh, the same stuff as usual. I'm BYU on Twitter, Chili's Restaurants on Instagram. And if you want to follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash pig underscore dog. I play lots of games on there. It's cool. It's fun. Cool. Have a good day. Yeah. Bye. Hey, Wash your hands. You Don't go to Jeep Weekend. If you already did, we'll, we'll find out what happens. Okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.